4: Today's match is in the books, and we're breaking it down. This is your RSL post-match show on the RSL Radio Network.
5: Welcome into the post-game show. Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren. It ends 3-0 for Monterey uh, here at America First Field. Real Salt Lake, honestly, they, they felt like they were in it still. It didn't feel like as it was as dominant a game as the scoreline reflects some really unfortunate goals to concede for RSL and also very unlucky to hit the woodwork a couple times. Spence, you just got off the call. <laughs> Thank you for doing post game. So Jake can not work like a 20 hour day or some nonsense. Um, initial reaction. Well, I guess your second reaction now yeah. to this match.
4: No, I, again, obviously this is Monterey's first game in like two weeks. Um, They've only played three games in the season. I thought they looked a little rusty the first five minutes. You know, the way RSL came out of the blocks, and they've done this, you know, for a month now, come out so quickly. And I thought, oh, my goodness, okay, RSL might have... Um, a really good chance tonight. But the quality showed through. And obviously losing a player in the midway through the first half. But going two goals up. And obviously an unfortunate own goal by Justin Glad. He has to make a play. Uh, can't let that ball go right across the, the goal. But yeah, this, this, this was a, a bump back down to earth. Because whilst it wasn't clear cut... You could tell by how crisp the passing was, the movement of Monterey that RSL were going to be in for a fight and in for a battle. And obviously when they go 2-0 up, they're able to control the game, slow things down. And as RSL push in the second half, they hit RSL on the counter and uh, make it 3-0. And it was a game over. Then obviously we're just looking for RSL to get a shot, a goal of any kind, um, just to, to help with the goal differential as uh, that will play a huge part as uh, Monterey go up to Seattle to play at Lumen Field against the Sounders on Sunday, a 7 p.m. kick um, that you can catch. And we're going to have to watch nervously now. So anything that uh, ends in a tie, um, we're going to be delighted with. RSL will be in the next round. Unfortunately, um, if Monterey do the business, um, they will finish top, and RSL will go through as a runner-up, which is, you know, i would have loved an opportunity to have uh, home field advantage uh moving into to the next round but i just want rsl to get that extra game in whatever happens in the next round i just want to be in the hat for the next round and see what happens just no
5: seattle wins on uh, on sunday which given the way monterey played i do think that it's entirely possible they go up to seattle lumenfield and grab the win um not that that's necessarily what we want, but I do think that they looked they looked very dangerous. They took advantage of Real Salt Lake when they weren't fully aware. Um, and really, I, I, For me, it doesn't feel as much of a crash down. It—it It is disappointing, though, with the momentum Real Salt Lake had, the streak that they were on, and finally kind of getting some momentum at home again. Um, it is disappointing. I guess technically this is a way game, though.
2: Yeah, so. te- technically
4: it was one It's got to be said, I love the Monterey fans in the stadium. Yes. I love the fact that uh, that there was uh, the, almost that carnival feel. Uh, that, again, it's why I miss Champions League soccer so much when we play against the Mexican teams because it becomes a real spectacle. The crowd gets into it. If RSL had got a goal in the second half, there would have been different level vo- of the volume inside yeah. the stadium. Um, the fact that Monterey managed the game pretty well Um, even though there were still some really good chances for RSL, um, they'll be annoyed at themselves that they weren't able to repeat uh, and put in a better performance against this Monterey team. But again... It still bodes well. There's so so many good attacking uh, moments for RSL. Um, the combination play is there. It's just that when you're coming up against this quality, you have to be a little bit cleaner and uh, a little bit more clinical, and they weren't able to do that tonight.
5: It ended up with 53% possession for Real Salt Lake, 15 total shots, um, three on target. Monterey with eight shots, five on target. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it is a disappointing result, I think, you, especially looking at those first, all three goals, really. Um, re- restarts off of free kicks for Monterey on the first two. The third one, just no one staying uh, with the runner. I think it was Vera that let, um, let him by for that goal. Just uh, kind of disappointing in the dispen- defensive aspects of that.
4: And you look at the free kick that was put into the box. You heard it come off his foot. It was hit. With so much whip and pace, Mm -hmm. it was really beautiful. And it's again, sometimes we just don't see this in Major League Soccer. It's where MLS wants to get to, to be competitive season in, season out. Um, Obviously, the last two Champions League finals have uh, involved MLS teams. Um, But yeah, there's still that little gap in extra quality that these uh, Liga mx teams the top level Liga mx teams have particularly in monterey they are really really well put together a squad with so much depth when you look at the the fullbacks and i mention it to lander the two left backs should be starting but they have two really really fantastic left backs and i was thinking i wonder if we can uh, get some some love for monterey and maybe do a trade We'll send a, a Brian Oviedo down to, uh, to Mexico.
5: <laughs> that, I, I, <laughs> I don't think they'll want him on that one, but uh, it's it's a lovely idea. Um, send us your tweets, at Lars underscore MM. We want to know your thoughts on the match, and uh, we're going to head out to a break. When we come back, hopefully we'll have the postgame press conference. I believe visiting team goes first, so hopefully RSL, the first team tonight. You're listening to the postgame show on the
0: RSL Radio Network.
5: Welcome back to the postgame show. Lauren Beck, Spencer Warren, live from America First Field. RSL falls at, technically at home, but statistically away against Monterey, 3-0. to An own goal from Justin Glad. Uh, unfortunate for him. We were talking off the air. A really nice game from him otherwise. like I, You got to feel for him on that one because it was fantastic performance from Justin aside from that one moment.
4: Yeah, and, and this was a real test for Justin because... I think he can play within himself when it when the ball is played in behind. Um, he's got so much speed and, and he's so comfortable. Um, this was a huge test for him, and I thought he stood up. But obviously, uh, you know, not much he could do about the own goal. But um, it's going up against real quality forwards that are physical, and then the uh, the other forward uh, who got the brace, Beratami. It's mobile. I wouldn't say a blistering pace, but they they go after you. And I I thought that even though he was pushed to his max, I thought he was comfortable at the same time and showed that he could step up. And that bodes well. Again, the only homegrown uh, player from RSL to to captain the side. I think he's going to be the long-term captain for me. I think he's awesome. And uh, the fact that we get him uh, and his speed able to play that higher line, whoever uh, plays next to him is is a little bit more comfortable just knowing that they've got that recovery speed of Justin Glad next to them
5: we go from one hum- homegrown to another yes Bodie Hidalgo yeah fantastic performance from him in pregame I was worried about mm-hmm. him and Oviedo I had reason to be worried about Oviedo as it turns out Bodhi Hidalgo I, I corrected myself at halftime a good performance from him and then in the second half even better
4: yeah, no, I thought, again, he's come off the bench and played more of that right midfield role uh, and done so, so well. Um, and um, playing at fullback, another adjustment for him. You know, he's a winger by trade. I know he played down in the Monarchs uh, as wingback for, for, for the Monarchs. But he, he grew into that second half. He went up to, for the physical challenge, and I thought he did really, really well. And, and it bodes well for him because this is someone, <coughs> excuse me, that they were super high on. In pre-season, if if Brody if uh, Andrew Brody was going to have to play left-back a lot, if Brian Vera wasn't available quite uh, or wasn't settling in quite so well, um, they were comfortable with having Brody start the season. He started slow, kind of played within himself, looked a bit nervous look to go back rather than forward uh, a lot of the time, but his confidence uh, this last month or so and it coincides with RSL playing so, so well, uh, but he looks the part, you know, he's got good pace, good range, he's, he's tall um, and I just think that, uh, that he could be a long term option for Real Salt Lake. Obviously Amica Anelli's come in, in uh, straight from college and slotted in superbly from midfield uh, to play right back and, and that's going to be a good competition for the rest of the season between those two.
5: We did get a tweet let me let me pull it up. Uno memento. Uh, Howie Smith said Monterey exposed RSL's deficiencies, namely in the place pace of play on both sides of the ball. I love Luna, but he looked slow tonight with the ball. The entire back line lacked pace with the ball as well. Thoughts on that uh, tweet, Spino?
4: Yeah, you know, I guess that uh, you know that's that's you know just the way the cookie crumbles, I suppose. Uh, I, again. There are deficiencies. This isn't the finished article for Real Salt Lake. And I, I'm eager for Brian o'hader to, to stay with the team because I think he's been phenomenal the last month. But again, I think it was in those tight spaces where Monterey pressed and and was so much cleaner on the ball, so much uh, their shape was really good in this 4-4-2 as well. And it's kind of the level where you want RSL to be um, because I think that RSL has the talent. Um, it just needs a little bit more time now that we have those extra pieces in Nelson Palacio, in uh, Chicho Arango. Um, yeah, I just think that it, it's, it's more of a um, we've been on a really amazing 11-game stretch. Um, that by the end of the season, this is going to be a lot more fine-tuned, if they stay fit and healthy, obviously. Um, and then into to 2024, that's where you'll see RSL probably go up another gear. You know, all fingers, you know, fingers crossed, and, and uh, touch wood that uh, we, we uh, keep the players that we have on board.
5: Offensively, it, it felt. I think maybe that's where it felt a step back for Real Salt Lake. It felt like there was a lot of momentum in the attack, getting Chicho in and with the team and playing and getting some really good performances from him as well. And then tonight, just, I don't want to say stalling because they were there. It just wasn't as clinical as we've seen over these last few matches.
4: No, and I put that down to Monterey, their back line. Um, Very much in your face. Um, there wasn't those clear opportunities that we have saw against Seattle, as we've seen in this 11-game run, where um, RSL were easy, you know, were able to get more clear-cut chances. They always had someone near them putting pressure on. And, uh, yeah, a different level uh, of defending. RSL still creating, though, which was nice to see. Again, just one of those goals, one of those opportunities at 2-0 uh, for RSL to hit at the back of the net. And, uh, you, you know, it would have been a different game for me.
5: All right. We're going to head out to another break. Send us more thoughts on the match at Lars underscore M. M-M. we'd love to hear from you. We're still awaiting uh, Pablo now We do have head coach of Monterey downstairs, but there is no translation tonight. So we're not going to carry that. But Pablo, hopefully in a, in a few minutes here on the RSL radio network. Welcome back to the game show. From America First Field, Real Salt Lake losing at home three to zero to Monterey in League's Cup after a really nice win against Seattle Sounders on Saturday, also three nil. Got to keep an eye on uh, on Sunday the match between Monterey at Seattle, as you said off the air. I think you said it earlier on there as well, that the turf will be the question mark for Monterey, what, what, whether or not they'll be able to put in this, a similar performance they did tonight.
4: Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it's a change for them. It's foreign for them. Uh, I don't think there is too much uh, turf down in Liga MX. I know Chivas Guadalajara had, had turf for a little while. I think they've gone back to grass and stuff like that. It, it's Yeah, it, it, again, we, we saw tonight's result with uh, San Luis and, and uh, New England. New England not having a great season, get a walloping 5-1 win on there. At Gillette Stadium on the turf. So, yeah, that's my only worry because, as we saw tonight, there is quality. Um, again, first game in in two weeks and uh, they didn't look like they suffered with the uh, altitude. And then you think about there's going to be no issue uh, with that up at Lumenfield. So, I am quietly confident that Monterey can uh, at least get to penalties and, and RSL move to the next round. Fingers crossed, Touchwood, Lucky Heather, Shamrocks, get them all out. All right. Thanks
5: guys. That, that was a lot of uh good luck. Dude, I, I just I just want <laughs> to next just be in the next round the next no, round. I one hundred percent agree. Not even just to like for for the opportunity for Champions League, but just I I don't want this team to lose any more momentum by having that time off between now and August twentieth. Um you referenced to New England with their 5-1 win against San Luis. Taking a look around at the other results last night, Miami with a 4-0 win against Atlanta.
4: Somebody scored a brace. I don't uh, know who it was.
5: <laughs> some some Argentinian World Cup winner. You know, all of all of the things. Done everything. <laughs> Done everything. Um, Barcelona, too, as we will have to call them shortly. <laughs> um, Santos Laguna and Houston. Ended at 2-2 in regulation Houston won 5-4 to on PKs Dallas with a 3-0 win against uh, Naka- Nakaxa Nakaxa Okay, thank you uh, And Mazatlan with the 4-2 win on PKs Against Juarez Today, DC United With a 1-0 win against Montreal NYCFC beat Toronto 5-0 Philadelphia 5-1 against Quartaro as you said, New England with a 5-1 win against San Luis. Montreal beat Real Salt Lake 3-0. Currently early in the first, or excuse me, second half, LA Galaxy and Leon are 0-0. Tigres and Portland at the end of the first half, not quite at halftime yet, 1-1. Tomorrow we'll have Chivas in Cincinnati, Minnesota and Chicago, Nashville and Toluca and Club America and St. Saint, uh, Saint Louis. That might be a fun one. Yeah. Um, Saturday, Cruz Azul, Atlanta, Acaxa and Charlotte, uh, Santos Laguna and Orlando, Austin and Juarez, Pumas and DC United. And there's some games on Sunday too. We don't need to go through all of them, but, um, the one, as we've said on Sunday to keep an eye on, obviously Monterey against Seattle. Still have, uh. Fernando Ortiz yeah. down in the postgame press conference. So we'll head out to another break. Hopefully on the other side, we'll have Pablo Mastroini or an RSL player. You're listening to the post-game show on the RSL Radio Network.
4: All right. Welcome back into the RSL postgame show. Please send your tweets to... Lauren at Lars underscore MM. Fernando Ortiz, the Monterey head coach, has finished with his press conference. We didn't carry that because there was going to be no translation, so uh, we didn't want to waste your time with that. But we are still awaiting Pablo Mastroeni and to hear his thoughts on tonight's 3-0 loss against Mexican Giants Monterey and what, uh, what he can put right, hopefully, as RSL get an opportunity to move into the next round the next round will be played between august 2nd and the 4th i believe they're leaning towards a friday game we don't know where it will be or who the opponent will be quite yet but uh excited for rsl to move to the next round if at all possible and you'll be able to catch that monterey game against seattle there will be the home team up at lumenfield at 7 p.m i think it's on fs1 so keep an eye out for that one, Lauren. Do you have any more tweets that have come in by chance? Uh, not. Okay, fair Send enough. Send us some
5: tweets, guys. At Lars underscore mm. Pretty please. We love please. to hear from you
4: guys. Please, please, please. Yeah, we're just waiting for Pablo Mastroeni. The uh, as I mentioned, Fernando Ortiz has finished his press conference, so we're just looking at a blank screen right now.
5: You did mention um, on the broadcast. Uh, oh, excuse me. We have Pablo Mastroeni downstairs. We'll toss it.
2: Version of the press conference for Leagues Cup 20, uh, 2023. We have head coach Paulo Mastroini from Russell Lake. Uh, we start with the questions here at the stadium before we do the questions in Zoom.
6: Yes, sir. Coach, um, obviously you're, the team's run of form in the last 11 games has resulted in no losses today. Obviously a tough uh, 3-0 loss. What do you think the main difference was in tonight's game versus the recent run of play?
3: Um, no, I thought the run of play was actually good tonight. I thought, generally speaking, I thought we created some really good opportunities. I thought for a large parts of the games, we defended really well. Um, every game is its own event. I thought tonight... Uh, they were killers in front of goal. I, I think we slipped up on two plays, two similar plays in the first half, um, and, and goals changed games, you know, and I think even even at 2-0, I think we, I think we had like five, just thinking in my head, five big chances um, to get on the score, score sheet. So, um, you know, the result um, wasn't wasn't good. I thought the performance was good, and I think, again, uh, hit the crossbar. I mean, y- y- you saw the game. We created some really good opportunities. And if you don't take advantage of those opportunities against a big team like Monterey, you're going to find yourself in-, in the situation we found ourselves in today.
6: So Monterey uh, was the, the best uh, the best team last year for the like, MEC Um You know, this League's Cup obviously is a completely different competition. It's sort of like U.S. Open Cup in, in that way. Um, but what do you take from a performance like this against a team that you're never faced in normal MLS competition and against in a completely different competition. Like how does this galvanize your team going forward? Yeah,
3: no, I think again, I think um, the hardest thing to do when you're in a good run of form is stay dialed into the little moments. And, and again, um, they were sharp in the counter. They were bright. Their 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 movements were really sharp. Um, and, and I think for us, it's, it's just looking at the film and, 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 and again, there's been, there's been some tough moments in the run. Um, but we always found a way back. I think we'll, 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 we'll look at the game in its entirety. Um, but again, I think we did well in the game. Um, but moments cost us today and, and in front of goal, it cost us, um, and against our own goal. So, um, but, but I also think it's also, uh, you know, uh, it, it stops your world a little bit. You're in a good run of form that you're super confident and and you run into a, a three nil defeat. Um, and obviously there's, there's going to be reflection, which I think is important, um, in the process. Um, and so, um, obviously we we didn't do enough tonight, but, but there isn't a whole lot that we need to do differently. We just have to make plays. Um, we, we just have to be, we just have to be alert. I, I think when you play against top teams, um, you could be great for 99 for 90 plus minutes. And it's just really one play that where you fall asleep. Um, and, and, and today on, on, on two of those plays, I think we could have done much better with. Um, but, but again, I think there's always something to fix. There's always something to improve on. Um, it, there's, it's never perfect. Um, and I think this comes at a good time where we can, we can take a couple of days off and, and, and get away, but come back and have a purpose of our work moving forward to make sure that we tidy up these areas.
6: Last thing for me, um, Gavin saved a ball like late in the game, and he kind of looks like he got a little high five from the from the Monterey player uh, who shot it against him. You know, Gavin seemed to have a little bit of an up and down performance today. I'm just curious, like how you've seen his growth in the time that he's gotten this year, and, and what a game like this can can do to help him.
3: Yeah, I, I think again, I, I think the the speed of the game and the decision making has to improve at every level in order to be competent at that level. I think he's done a really good job this year uh, coming into games and in difficult places to play Austin, St. Louis. Um, and he, and he's held his own, I think against these guys um, it's another level up, you know, and I think, you know, for the most part, he, he did a good job. And, and again, I think with Gavin, it's, it's more, it's, it, you know, he's, this is his first year he's playing games at, at this level. And so to be, to confront, a team like Monterey, um, and, and he came up with a couple of big saves tonight. Um, so, um, I think, again, it's a process for Gavin, but, uh, he's been, he's been doing great. Um, and, you know, just, just proud of his mentality because again, his first game was against Columbus where we took four, um, and he quickly bounced back. And so that's, that for me is, is a great sign of a young man that has, um, lasting potential as a, as a top pro.
2: Well, I appreciate your time today. Uh, Obviously, there's the beginning of the game or near the beginning with the Justin Gladon goal, and then shortly thereafter, the second goal from Monterey, it puts you down. And you've talked at times before that it's it's very difficult to chase games. Um, did that change anything for you tactically going forward in this game? Did it kind of affect your, your later substitutions as well? Um,
3: uh, I think it's two parts. I, again, I think tactic, from an offensive standpoint, um, you want to throw – more caution to the win because you want to get back in the game. And so that's obviously going to open you up. Um, I, I think we had a good start to both halves. Um, but again, when you don't score goals, it puts more pressure on the defense because they have a lot more space to cover because we're taking risk and leaving Chicho and, and Rubio or Anderson a little bit higher. Um, but that's why managing the first goal, managing the moments of the game are really, really important. And the team that always scores first always has the upper hand. Um, and, and tonight, they did a good job of, again, uh, the own goal. I think was a bit fortuitous, um, but it still counts, and we still have to find our way through. Um, I think this, even after the second goal, I felt like there was moments where, uh, you know, we created some, some, some good looks of goal. Again, at the end of the day, the game is about scoring goals and, and, and conceding less. Um, and tonight, we didn't do that.
2: And uh, Montero looked very good out there on the field just as far as their passing looked very very much like a well-oiled machine um do you i guess is there is there anything you can kind of take away and is it in in a way is it kind of being unlucky in this game or, or lucky on on their side of things whereas you guys had a lot of chances in this game to to score is it kind of just a matter of being unlucky yeah I mean it's
3: football uh, yeah i I, I again I, I think if we didn't create a chance that you know I'd be I'd be much more upset but you know you're you, the, the our system itself I think created some some really good looks I think the players executed really well to create some chances um Again, looking at it from its entirety, I think we played a good game, but it, the game is defined by moments and goals. And, and, and tonight we didn't have enough of those moments on either side of the ball.
7: Thank you. Yep.
2: Pablo, have noches. ¿Has, has hablado mucho de la mentalidad, la mentalidad, la mentalidad del equipo. Uh, Cómo se hace que no se pierda esta mentalidad, esta confianza que tuvieron entrando a hoy uh, después de ese resultado?
7: Yo creo que lo más importante es que cuando le hablo a los, a los jugadores, le hablo de una manera sin emoción pero y, y más objetivo yo creo que eh, como dije creo que con un buen partido creamos muchas oportunidades para hacer gol hoy día no fue nuestro día pero también cuando, perdés, cuando te hacen entre goles hay que hay que mirar a, a, a como nos paramos defensivamente eh Para, para ser cierto que aprendemos de este partido y cuando lo, cuando ves el fútbol de, un, de una manera de proceso eh, yo creo que y cuando les muestro el video van a, van a tener confianza o sea, si si entro en el vestuario y estoy emocionado con el resultado nadie gana nada y, 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 y los jugadores también agachan las cabezas se sienten mal pero como dije hoy Yo creo que jugamos un buen partido, pero fallamos en, en tres momentos defensivamente y, y a mejor cinco o seis con el balón.
2: Y con la decisión de hacer Gavin Beaver titular hoy, ¿qué fue la, la razón de hacer titular y no Zach McMath?
7: Eh, porque venimos rotando los jugadores en, en todos los partidos y eso para mí es una es un buena ventaja para mantener el nivel alto, porque hay competencia en, en todos los puestos y, y nada más y, y para darle otra oportunidad de, de, de jugar para aprender um, porque también el, el Gavin ha sido parte de, de, del equipo cuando hemos ganado difíciles partidos afuera de casa y esta es otra oportunidad y yo creo que lo, lo no es Eh, claro, el arquero siempre es, es el que saca el balón de, de, del arco, pero hay, hay había dos o tres jugadas donde el, el, el equipo no funcionó bien antes que entró en el arco.
2: Um, bueno, la conferencia de prensa anterior, antes del inicio de la Leeds Cup, te preguntaba que si habías visto algo de Monterrey, si habías estudiado algún conceptos del rival. Ya hoy jugando ante ellos y ante la dura derrota, ¿qué cuestiones crees que son importantes de mejorar para los siguientes partidos? Considerando que Monterrey es un rival muy fuerte a los que nos hemos enfrentado en esos últimos partidos.
7: Sí, mira, los dos lo, 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 lo primeros goles fueron temas táctica que lo usan todo el equipo en el mundo. O sea, el Monterrey no es el único equipo que... ...que tiene esa táctica ofensivamente... ...y en realidad... ...juegan muy similar... ...que nosotros... ...la, la diferencia fue... ...que no... ...no, no, no rotamos... Eh, con, ...con prisa... Eh, est- ...estuvimos esperando... ...no había buen, buena comunicación... ...de la línea de atrás al medio campo... ...para posicionar los jugadores... ...o sea... ...la, la diferencia hoy... ...fue la, la técnica... Y la y cómo y como y, y, y el rapidez en hacer la jugada y también cuando nos rompieron para adelante son un equipo muy equilibrante que que, que toman decisiones muy muy rápido y eso eso es el nivel o sea y, pero también veo todas las cosas que, que vi hoy y digo hemos enfrentado equipos que juegan lo mismo pero la manera que jugaron fue diferente, o sea están son, son un muy buen equipo y, y esos son los detalles que a mejor en un partido de MLS no hacen esos goles, pero en este nivel con los jugadores que que, 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 que tenían en las canchas fue fue algo que no hemos visto en ese en ese ritmo que jugaron cuando cuando hicieron esos pases y también cuando y nos contra- golpearon Van con todo y tienen jugadores muy, muy
2: técnica son, son un muy buen equipo. Y creo que se vio un poco también en la cuestión de cómo ellos defendieron. Porque una de las situaciones en las cuales Real Sale y juega muy bien es a balón largo. Una de las cosas que ha hecho muy bien Pablo Ruiz en esta temporada, tratar de ganar la espalda de los defensas. Pero hoy creo que los defensas, en especial Héctor Moreno, muy experimentado para ese tipo de jugadas. Sí, hoy día no, no,
7: jugaron eso, jugaron bien en los, en los chances que crearon, pero también defensivamente eh, estaban bien parados, eh, nos hicieron el trabajo difícil y también en una jugada donde Pablo buscaba al, al Chicho, el arquero estaba listo para, para esa jugada. O sea, es un, y como te dije, son un muy buen equipo y hoy día lo que nos costó un resultado fue meter gol porque cuando mete gol se cambia la, la psicología de, de, del, del juego, de los jugadores, la confianza, y hoy día no, no pudimos meter el balón.
2: Vamos a hacer las preguntas en Zoom. Eh, Sergio Venegas, adelante. Sergio Venegas, adelante. Eh, gracias, buenas noches, profesor. Sergio Venegas para Deportrecer.com. Eh, ya ya dijo prácticamente el análisis de que a veces la pelota cuando no quiere entrar no quiere entrar, hoy no tuvieron la suerte porque realmente el partido quizá estuvo muy parejo pero fueron errores puntuales los cuales no le permite reducir o quizá aminorar este marcador de 3 a 0 para la cara del siguiente partido con este mismo planteamiento que no es malo pero quizá pues como ya mencionó el equipo de Monterrey tiene jugadores con un poco más de experiencia ¿qué planea hacer ...para llegar a la siguiente fase... ...y le deseo éxito en el torneo, profesor, gracias.
7: Sí, no, eh, buena pregunta... ...yo creo que hay que seguir para adelante... ...o sea, todo el campeonato... ...hemos tomado cada partido... ...como un aprendizaje... ...y, y ver dónde estamos cometiendo... ...errores defensivamente, ofensivamente... ...yo creo que esta noche... ...creamos bastantes oportunidades para gol... Eh, ...no tuvimos la suerte... ...pero yo creo que defensivamente tenemos que seguir trabajando porque el nivel de, de, de los jugadores atacantes fue, fue algo que no hemos visto. Y, y, y yo creo que, como, como todo, yo creo que si si arreglamos un poco la, la defensa y cualquier otro día hacemos un gol, se cambia el marcador. Y, y por eso estoy bien, estoy satisfecho con el... Con el con el plan de trabajo, como como jugaron los jugadores, pero fueron cuatro tres momentos que, que no manejamos el partido bien y ojalá, moviendo para adelante, lo podemos corregir y seguir como como hemos, hemos jugado en, en los partidos anteriores.
2: Vamos a hacer dos preguntas más. Eh, Ubaldo Palacio, adelante. Profe, buenas noches. Jair Palacio para Tiro Indirecto. Nos has contado a lo largo de esta rueda de prensa, los momentos puntuales y demás, pero quisiera que eh, nos platicaras en particular un aprendizaje que en este corto lapso ya eh, pudiste capacitar para el próximo encuentro.
7: Pues yo creo que la, la, la tema defensivamente, no, no fallamos en, en dos jugadas similares. Los primeros dos goles fueron jugadas que normalmente lo, lo hacemos bien, Eh, pero la comunicación con el lateral y el extremo no, no fue para o sea, a lo mejor en un partido de MLS eh, se, no, se, saliera diferente, pero hoy día eh, fueron muy precisos en frente del gol y, y eso es algo es un aprendizaje que tenemos que, que mejorar eh, de ese tema, porque el parte ofensivo yo creo que fue un partido donde creamos oportunidades pero no fue nuestro día y eso es, eso es otra cosa pero uh, para, para sacar un resultado fa- favorable es eh, eh, muy difícil eh, eh, conseguir dos goles en contra y, y salir con, con la victoria o sea la, es, es, es el fútbol pero yo creo que el tema defensiva necesitamos mejorar para el próximo fase
2: pregunta Cristian uh, Miguel Ramírez ¿Qué tal,
7: profe Pablo? Saludos desde México para los superadictos. Eh, Mencionaba hace rato acerca del nivel que tiene el Monterrey y las decisiones que toma en la cancha, que son muy rápidas, y hacía una pequeña comparación con los partidos y rivales que han tenido en la MLS. Acá en México se menciona mucho que los clubes mexicanos están obligados a ganar la Leagues Cup. Me gustaría preguntarle su punto de vista ahora que se enfrentó eh, a un equipo mexicano. Si cree que realmente hay una diferencia táctica en decisiones, en habilidad entre la MLS y la Liga MX. Muchísimas gracias. Sí, no, yo creo que yo creo que eh, lo, los equipos son son parejos y yo creo que hay hay otro equipo, Motoreyes. Eh, es uno de, de los equipos que son que son top del de CONCAF, o sea, yo creo que, como, como, eh, y también en nuestra liga tenemos otro equipo equipos que son top cada año y, y son equipos fuertes son equipos con grandes jugadores y, eh, y la, lo, yo creo que la eh, que fue difícil esta noche fue Eh, no es un equipo que miramos todos los fines de semana y y los jugadores que tienen normalmente en la la liga sabemos los equipos, sabemos cómo juegan sabemos los los jugadores que que son peligrosos y hoy día enfrentamos un equipo fuerte un equipo que que juega como, como ganadores y como 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 dije antes es un aprendizaje para nuestro grupo y tenemos que mejorar y yo creo que yo creo que un equipo de la liga M- M- mx puede ganar este torneo pero también creo que un, un equipo de mls puede ganar el torneo o sea, de, de esa manera eh, yo creo que somos ligas que eh, son más parejos parejos hoy que los a- años anteriores
6: and
2: with that, we're going to wrap up today's press conference. Thank, thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you That's for great. the media members that are present today. I appreciate your coverage and support. Thank you. Uh, that'll be
4: awesome in here. That was Pablo Mastranì. We did carry the uh, the Spanish part of his interview as well. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's hard to disagree with with everything that, uh, that Pablo said with regards to the fact that he kind of brought down Um, The game is about moments. There were some really good things from RSL against a quality uh, team. But in those moments, um, RSL failed. They weren't as clinical as they had been in the past 11 games where they went on this amazing run in all competitions. Um, But, you know, it's it's not like it's back to the drawing board. Again, you're not going to be coming up against Monterey week in, week out. But that's definitely the standard of where you want to be to be competitive, not only in Major League Soccer, but Champions League and League's Cup.
5: We did get another tweet from Bill Ellis. I love Justin Glad, but couldn't disagree more with 97.5 analysis. that, uh, But for the own goal, he played well. I would say except for the three goals, he played well. On the goals, he and our defense were Glad handled. First of all, great pun. Second, I did watch the second goal again, and he was marking. However, I go back to A- Oviedo being burned on the wing bat- from bad positioning. Glad had two players. Vera was marking no one. And Gavin Beavers was in no man's land in the six. Should have come out. Should have cut off the angle. Left that far post wide open. Justin Glad with two people to mark. Sure. I, c- I can see it. But for me, that that's more of a collective errors than something I would put on Justin Glad.
4: It was it was everything that happened before yes. uh, it got to me. For me and that, and, was and that, that was the issue. That with, was with that the free left-back.
5: kick that... They were arguing forever and ever, and it yeah that one, that one I think was more disappointing than the the first goal. To be honest, Um, before we finish, yeah, Brian Ojeda, yes, a great performance tonight. I thought I think he's been very good this summer alongside Pablo Ruiz, as everyone has. Um, Potentially not seeing him again with Real Salt Lake. What what do you have to say with um, his loan? Yeah, his well, situation. It, it
4: ends on Monday. Um, I know that RSL put an offer in um, lower than the $4 million uh, agreed buyout um, for, that was put into to his loan uh, deal. Um, I would expect another offer to go in if it hasn't already. Um, he's happy here, mm-hmm. was happy here immediately, told the front office how... He was so excited to be in Salt Lake and wanted it to be a permanent move. The front office love him, love his energy, love the fact that he's a very good player, but they like the, like his character as well and, and how well he settled in within the squad. Um, yeah, I, I think if anything happens, it wouldn't surprise me if Brian o'hader leaves because it is over on Monday and later in the window, um, either they negotiate another loan to come back or... Um, they're able to to finalise a deal late on the window. What you do have to understand is that forest squad, which they are already adding to, is already ginormous, and you can only register twenty five players, and then obviously all the other twenty ones that you want. But they had an issue last season where they were upgrading their squad. They still haven't got rid of a ton of players. Um, so they're still going to have far, far too many players to register. So, um, again, later in the window, um, if if nothing has happened, uh, if they haven't received any bids for Ojeda... If the if the word has been from Ojeda that he doesn't want to move anywhere other than Salt Lake, that uh, that they'll be able to to strike some kind of deal. Uh, I'm thinking that maybe they'll move, kind of meet in the middle with that uh, that 2.5, maybe three million dollar uh, range uh, for a deal.
5: Thank you for the update on Ojeda. Hopefully, yeah, they can come to an agreement. I, as I said, I think he's been a really nice addition to the midfield, particularly this summer. All right, everything to watch for on Sunday between Monterey and Seattle, 7 p.m. Apple TV, deciding the future of Real Salt Lake in the League's Cup. If it doesn't go RSL's way, we won't have another game until August 20th. So fingers crossed that uh, we get a draw and RSL can go through, maybe get home field advantage. But... uh, We'll we'll take any advancement. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight for Christian back in the studio. Stone here at America First Field. For Spence, Jake, Landon, I'm Lauren Beck. You guys have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to the RSL Radio Network.
1: A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
0: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.
1: They said...